a Big 12 championship recap, plus Jim Knowles is off to Ohio State after the Fiesta Bowl, all on today's episode of Locked on Pokes. Thanks for making Locked on Pokes your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. You are Locked on Pokes, your daily podcast on the Oklahoma State Cowboys. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. The holidays are right around the corner and finding the perfect gift is tricky. Omaha Steaks makes it easy to send friends and family an unforgettable gift guaranteed to be loved. Go to omahasteaks.com and enter college into the search bar to order the perfect gift package. What is up, Cowboy fans? Welcome to the Lockdown Pokes podcast, your daily Oklahoma State podcast here On the Locked On Podcast Network, I am your host, Linda Godfrey, co-host of Fantasy Besties and avid Oklahoma State fan. You can follow me on Twitter at Lindellians. You can follow the show at Locked underscore on underscore pokes on Twitter or find the show on the Locked On Pokes Facebook page. Make sure you follow or subscribe on your favorite podcast app to get the latest shows every weekday here with Locked On Pokes. I am very late with this Big 12 Championship recap. I had a sick kid earlier this week, so I'm a little behind schedule, but I'm going to get some episodes out to you guys for the rest of the week, probably double up a couple times just to make sure that I get everything covered. So I apologize that that's on me and, uh, you know, the the winter season bringing the the illness around to the small children. So we're talking Big 12 championship recap. Obviously not a super fun topic. Things did not fall the Oklahoma State Cowboy way. We were dealing with injuries. Obviously Danny Godlewski is not playing right now. So we have a backup center in. You guys know how I feel about the offensive line. I think it's one of, if not the most crucial part of the offense. And one that doesn't get the praise and attention that it deserves. So I think that was a very I think that played a very big part in the inefficiency of the offense, not specifically the player or backup, but just the inconsistencies at the offensive line. After the offensive line was playing so well through the season when everybody was healthy and they looked really good. But when you take that consistency away, when you start messing with those pegs, it tends to fall apart. It happens. You can't really do anything about injuries. So that's just that's just something we had to deal with. The play calling, on the other hand, is something that we could have attacked, we could have changed, and we absolutely did not. It is embarrassing that we were not able to score from the one-yard line, not two tries, and not even like, I mean, entire yardage down, entire from first down to fourth down, we couldn't score from the one-yard line. I think we tried seven times to score from the one-yard line, and we couldn't get the ball in. Now, I know we have a backup center in. I know I just talked about the offensive line, but we watched Oklahoma State go for a fourth down and run a quarterback sneak, and it worked. And We got that first down. The fact that we didn't even try a quarterback sneak, we didn't try to get the wide receivers involved, that's concerning. You have to try something else. Jalen Warren is injured. Our best running back is not playing. Our bruising runner ba- running back, the guy that can run through the tackles like Jalen Warren can do, 
is not playing, you have to adjust your game plan. And that was by far the most disappointing part of the entire game. And I know I'm getting worked up, but I haven't gotten over it. You can't get that close to scoring in this critical of a game and not pull it off. Now, I know turnovers didn't help. Spencer Sanders had a bad day. And and I don't, I don't say that lightly. You guys know I've done a full 180 on Spencer Sanders this season. I wasn't sold on him before the season started. He, I, he built his trust up in me. We saw several games in a row of him playing really well. But like half of his turnovers this season went to the Baylor Bears. He had three the first uh, matchup early in the season. We were able to get out of that. I said last week before the game, if we can't, if we turn the ball, if we lose the turnover battle, we're going to lose this game. You can't beat a team twice losing the turnover battle. And that's what happened. We gave them great yardage. We just could not get it going on offense. The defense did exactly what they are supposed to do. You know, the first half kind of figuring out drives, figuring out what works for Baylor. Unfortunately, we gave them the ball on our side of the field multiple times. That's kind of hard to to give your defense over and over again and say, okay, stop them from getting any points on the board. That's not an easy task. They're tired and it's a short field situation. So that was an issue. Then defense came out in the second half, did exactly what they've done all season long, completely shut down Baylor's offense and Oklahoma state offense just couldn't get it together. It was disappointing. The, the one yard line issue was embarrassing I hope to never watch that kind of play again. I also want to say, I talk about this. I talk about like, you know, jinxes or I wear a certain shirt for a game. I'm watching this game going like, do I have the wrong shirt on? Should I change socks? Do I need to put my shoes back on? I was sitting over there when we were doing good. I don't know if you guys do that, but I'm a crazy person. So that's what I do. And when we did the big 12 round table and everybody went around and picked a school that was going to win the big 12 championship game. Now, of course I said, Oklahoma state, I do Locked On Pokes podcast. I get to pick Oklahoma State. And then every single one of those guys also picked Oklahoma State. And I said that day, oh, no. The unanimous pick jinx lives on in infamacy. We have seen it over and over again. As soon as it happened, my stomach started turning. I know it's silly, but it was all I could think about on Saturday. That being said, all of the negative things that happened during the Big 12 championship, obviously the biggest being that we didn't win it it was the third most most watched conference championship game if I'm reading the chart right which is something that the big 12 has certainly needed to focus on this season with Texas and OU leaving neither of them being in the big 12 championship matchup and the game still getting that many views is huge for big 12's future I'm very excited to see what we continue to do we're bringing in some good teams but Just that alone, that Baylor and Oklahoma State were able to draw such a crowd that that it was the third most watched conference championship game says so much about where the Big 12 is headed, in my opinion. So all things considered, we did what we could. It was a tough heartbreaker of a loss. The game ended and I just went and sat on my front porch. It was cold outside. I was in a t-shirt. I just sat. And stared into the street. If anybody were to drive, if anybody drive by, drove by and saw me, they were probably questioning what was happening at my house. But 
I just had, I turned the TV off. I just sat. I stayed off Twitter. I did all, I just turned it all off. And then I watched like seven hours of holiday rom-coms just to like distract me completely from this game. So tough loss, but much to be excited about when you think about the future, even with the departure of defensive coordinator Jim Knowles up next. You listen to podcasts for the power of the inside track. You switch to Boost Mobile for the power of saving money. Because with Boost, you get the power of free 5G phones, so you can listen to the latest episodes and keep up with your favorite players and teams. The power of three unlimited data lines for 30 bucks a month per line, so your family can share all the insights. And the power of one of America's largest 5G networks, so you can do it all at the speed of 5G. With all that money you'll save and all that edge you'll gain, just how powerful will you become? Switch to Boost Mobile to find out. Get a free Samsung Galaxy A32 5G when you switch to one of America's largest 5G networks. More power to save, Boost Mobile. Free phone limited to new customers and one per line additional restrictions apply. Offers and coverage not available everywhere for all phones and networks. See BoastMobile.com for details. College football fans, have you heard about Prize Picks? Prize Picks offers all the props you can think of, including touchdowns, interceptions for the true de- degenerates like myself, even field goals, college and professional. Plus, it's super easy to use. You can pick two to five players and an over-under on their projections, and you can win up to 10 times on any entry. It's just you versus the projected numbers. Use the award-winning app on both the App Store and Google Play. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy. If I'm telling you it's easy, I promise you it is. I'm so bad at the technology. PrizePix is safe and offers fast withdrawals. Make sure to use promo code Locked On for a 100% match up to $100. Don't hesitate. Check out PrizePix.com or go to your app store and download the app today. PrizePix is daily fantasy made easy. Thank you for making Locked On Pokes your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. All right, it's time to face the music. I don't want to do it any more than you do, but we have to. Jim Knowles is going to Ohio State to be their defensive coordinator. Now, first and foremost, don't go on the internet talking smack to Jim Knowles, who helped to build an elite defense for Oklahoma State. We have praised him for several years now. So let's not turn our backs on a guy that made us relevant for taking a job that he's always wanted, okay? That's not the cowboy way. Don't do that. Don't do that to his players. Don't do that to him. It's not worth it. Just, if you have to say something, you know, type it out, then erase it. But don't go attacking this man online. It's not worth it. It doesn't mean anything. He did fantastic things for Oklahoma State. We should be absolutely grateful for the things that he did for our college football program. Now, in regards to what could Oklahoma State have done to keep him, I think we did everything that we could do. And by me, by we, of course, I mean Casey Shrum and Chad Weiberg, the president and athletic director. I think they did everything that they could do. I think they gave him as much money as they could. I think they gave him an, you know, this is everything that we have we are trying to give to you. Unfortunately, 
Oklahoma State is not Ohio State. When you think about a college football program that's like top tier, God, imagine coaching there. I've always wanted to be a college football coach. Imagine coaching at Ohio State. That's a team that you think of. It is one of the most revered jobs in college football, in my opinion. Imagine the defense he's going to be able to build with the the money and the recruits that Georgia, that Georgia, that Ohio State has. I can't imagine as somebody that wants to be the best in their field, turning that down. And unfortunately, that means Oklahoma State is the stepping stone school. That's how it is right now. But you can't fault this dude for turning down what could presumably be considered a dream job. From 2017 through this Fiesta Bowl, Jim Knowles has done fantastic things for Oklahoma State, but he deserves his comeuppance. That's not the right word. He deserves his come up, I guess is the right way to say that. He deserves to go coach at one of the most highly regarded schools in the nation. Imagine you're working a great job. You love it. You're like, I, I enjoy going to work every day. But then you're offered your absolute dream job. I like what I do now. I like all the companies I work for. But if ESPN was like, hey, we're trying to have you come hang out. I'd be like, I gotta, I mean, it's ESPN. You know what I'm saying? That's what I mean. He got a great opportunity with good money. You got to take that. He had to do what he had to do. And that's the business side of it. Yes, I'm sad, but I'm excited about what's to come. I'm excited to see what Mike Gundy does, you know, what Mike Gundy, Chad Weiberg, what everybody kind of collectively decides to do with that defensive coordinator position. I will get more into that. I'm going to talk about some prospects and who I like. But real quick, I just want to point out the irony in a blue blood school coming to the Big 12 to grab a defensive coordinator. Now, if you spend any time online at all or listening to any minor to major media outlets, they are constantly talking about how the Big 12 doesn't play defense. Oh, well, it's not like the Big 12. You can't, you know, do whatever you want behind the line of scrimmage. Have not watched any Big 12 at all because that is not what the Big 12 is anymore. Just like with most things, it's evolved. And we had a blue blood program come to Oklahoma State and say, we want that defensive coordinator. The defensive coordinator. Again, I know it sucks, but it got eyes on the Big 12. My Buckeyes friends are thrilled with the hire. I have a lot of friends from all over uh, on Twitter from fantasy football conversations, and a lot of them are Ohio State Buckeye fans. They've reached out to me. What is it with this Jim Knowles? And tell us more. And we're very excited about it. And I just keep saying, treat him right. You got a good one. So they're excited to bring him in. He's excited to go. I just don't want us to turn into <coughs> Sooners and get really petty online because a coach took a job that he feels like is better for him right now. He made a personal decision. And whoever we hire at Oklahoma State, whether we bring somebody up that's already a part of the coaching tree or we hire outside the school, I have confidence in I have confidence in them because it's the players that make the coach. And we have a hell of a cowboy defense right now in those rooms playing defense already for the Oklahoma State Cowboys. So I want to get a hire done. I want to get it done quick. I want Jim Knowles to be successful at his 
in his next journey. But, um, you know, it, it certainly is sad, but we have to be grateful for what he did bring us and hopefully for the legacy he left behind. Coming up, did we actually wake up in 2011? Because your Oklahoma State Cowboys are headed to the Fiesta Bowl. My grandpa used to always gift my family with Omaha steaks when we were growing up. I remember it coming home after Christmas Eve, knowing in a few days my mom would grill those steaks to the perfect pink. And we've had potatoes and asparagus. The holidays are around the corner and finding the perfect gift is tricky. Omaha Steaks makes it easy to send friends and family an unforgettable gift guaranteed to be loved. Go to omahasteaks.com and enter college into the search bar to order the perfect gift package. For $99.99, you'll get 24 entrees like the world-famous bacon-wrapped filet mignons, chicken breasts, side desserts, and so much more. When you use code COLLEGE, you'll also get an additional eight Omaha Steak Burgers free with your order. We've all heard the reports about shortages and shipping delays, so don't wait. Order the perfect gift package today at omahasteaks.com, and you'll get eight free burgers when entering the code COLLEGE. Achieve gifting greatness with Omaha Steaks. Incredible flavor, incredible value, and 100% guaranteed. Like I said, the Cowboys are headed to the Fiesta Bowl. Now, I'll dive into this more as we get closer, but we have some time to prepare for the January 1st bowl game, meaning so do the Cowboys, who have already teased the return of Jalen Warren for the bowl game. I'll dive more into numbers, stats, key players, matchups, all of that fun stuff, but right now we're looking primarily primarily at some of the narratives that I've seen about this game. Now, Oklahoma State is facing Notre Dame. Notre Dame is an early two-and-a-half-point favorite. They just lost their head coach to LSU. If you haven't watched the video of Brian Kelly, who was the head coach at Notre Dame, is now taking a job at LSU. If you haven't watched the video of Brian Kelly talking at the LSU basketball game, in his newfound southern accent, you are missing out on some fantastic, comical, like comedic relief. You got to do it. Just search Brian Kelly LSU or fake accent, and I guarantee you it will come up. It's hysterical. So, moving on from Brian Kelly, 35-year-old defensive coordinator Marcus Freeman has been promoted to the head coach, not interim coach, the new head coach at Notre Dame. Another piece of content, a great video of him being introduced as the head coach went viral on December 3rd when that happened, and I may or may not have cried. He's young. He's clearly a player's coach. Those kids love him, and you can tell from that video. Now, of course, on the Oklahoma State coaching side of things, Jim Knowles is leaving, but not till after the bowl game. It'll be interesting to see if that has any issue in the locker room if if any of the players are salty that he's leaving now a lot of Oklahoma State football players have taken to Twitter to tweet their congratulations to Jim Knowles so I don't think personally that'll be an issue in the locker room I hope not that being said so he'll be here for the bowl game whereas Brian Kelly was out the door as soon as he said yes to the offer he's not staying for the bowl game this will be Marcus Freeman's first 
game as a head coach. So it's a pity that the Oklahoma State Cowboys have to lay uh, lay one on them because I really like Marcus Freeman. I'm rooting for him as the North, da- North Dakota, as the no- Notre Dame. I have ND on my notes as the Notre Dame head coach. I am rooting for him. But I do want to hand him his first loss. You know, just get him acclimated to being a head coach in college football. Mike Gundy has been on this stage before. Marcus Freeman hasn't. This isn't something he's used to. Not only is it his first head coaching gig, but it's his first head coaching gig. And you're talking about a New Year's Day bowl game. That's a big stage to do your first best work on. It's a big stage. Uh, so Mike Gundy, who notoriously hasn't played well on big stages, at least he's going against somebody who's never done it before. So that'll be an interesting narrative to watch as we get closer to the game to kind of see how they're feeling. Notre Dame's resume this season only has one game against a top 25 opponent, and it was Cincinnati to whom they lost at home. So not a super strong schedule that they've played this season whereas Oklahoma State's played the likes of OU and Baylor who are both obviously relatively high in the college football playoff rankings I'll tell you what Notre Dame fans are confident man 41 to 0 they're saying on message boards and on Twitter a clear indication that they didn't watch an ounce of Oklahoma State football this season now of course there's always some logical fans that are mixing in between but there are a lot of Notre Dame fans that think Notre Dame's got Notre Dame's going to come out and lay the hammer down and put up a bunch of points against our defense and I just don't see that happening. Now I didn't see that happening against Shapen and the Baylor Bears but who am I to, you know, I'm just guessing here. I do think it's going to be a really good game. I'm very excited to watch it. Both coaching staffs kind of have some mix-ups that have already happened or are coming. Like I said, I'll get more into statistics, key matchups, defense versus offense, what we're looking at from a box score point of view. But I just kind of wanted to touch, touch on the fact that both teams have some coaching drama to get through. And also, I wanted to point out that Notre Dame fans are really confident. So find you some Notre Dame fans, bookmark where they're talking smack and get ready to get back if we win this game. A lot of fun left to be had in this college football season. Recruits, signing, lots of fun things to come. Plus, basketball season is taking off, so we have a lot to cover in the coming weeks. Thanks for making Locked on Pokes your first listen every day. Now head to your daily one-stop shop for your gambling needs, Locked on Bets, hosted by your boy Q, and analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. Remember, you can find me on Twitter at Lindellians or follow the show page at Locked underscore on underscore Pokes on Twitter or the Locked on Pokes Facebook page. I will talk to you all tomorrow. Go Pokes!